This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Do you want a more intimate walk with God? Are you tired of trying to hear God and hearing only silence? Each week, your host, Felice Skirwitz, is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed. What are those priceless gifts that money can't buy? Well, I can tell you one of the first is the gift of time, creating memories with your children. The next priceless gift is teaching your child the value of spending time with God. In the novel, A Few Minutes with God, written for children and teens, the story unfolds about a struggling family and the gift of hearing God and the outcome, which is a wonderful blessing from the Lord. Your children will want to pray and spend time listening to God after reading this book. Visit MediaAngels.com for more information. Hey everyone and welcome. This is Felice Gerwitz with an episode of the Few Minutes with God podcast. And today we're going to talk about um, actually a second part of examining your conscience. In the last podcast, we discussed why examining your conscience is important to your spiritual well-being and how to go about forming a good conscience by exercising it, praying, reading the scriptures, attending church, and being around people who challenge you to seek God. Today, we're going to discuss exactly how to do an examination of conscience and the points you should consider and ways to live a virtuous life. So you can find the show notes for today's episode, podcast 42 at a few minutes with God dot, uh, podcast.com. So that's a few minutes with God podcast.com. I also want to thank our sponsor, and that is the book, A Few Minutes with God with Media Angels. So you can visit MediaAngels.com or visit Amazon and look for the book, A Few Minutes with God. And that is a great book uh, to share with your uh, kids on um, teaching them to listen to God, something that we all try to do. So when we're relying on our conscience to make difficult moral decisions and our conscience is not well-formed, it's a recipe for trouble. Our conscience is trustworthy only when it's guided by God and biblical principles. However, our conscience cannot be contrary to God's teachings. Therefore, it's necessary to submit to the authorities, not because of possible punishment, but also as a matter of conscience. And that's Romans 13, 5. As Paul states in Romans 14.23, for whatever does not proceed from faith is sin. So we have to really um, look at our lives and look at how we live our lives and how we can more fully live our lives in Christ. Our conscience can be suppressed by sin. And we can make excuses for our behavior through a misinterpretation of the scriptures. So we can both read the same Bible verse and come out um, with different ideas of what we think the Bible is saying. 
And so that's something we have to be really careful about so that we're not using the Bible to substantiate what we want it to say, but really read it for what it is saying. And if you're not sure, go ask your pastor, okay? Um, Very important. If we want to act in a positive manner, we have to practice being positive. And it all takes practice. It doesn't come automatically. And the same with our conscience. When we sin, we reject God and His authority and His rules over us. And in time, we begin to reject God. And, you know, sin starts as a small little seed that is planted, and it just grows to fruition. And that's something that we want to do in this podcast is really look at our conscience, look at our ability to know right from wrong, and and uh, just hold ourselves up to that, um, to that light and see, you know, areas where we need to change. When we reject sin... We reject God and His authority and rule over us. In time, we start sliding, and we begin to reject God and His commandments. And the commandments soon become suggestions, and we begin to doubt God. Is He real? Does God really care? If we pray to the Holy Spirit to strengthen us and keep us on the right path, He will be there for us and help us. Timothy 4.2 says, Such teachings come through hypocritical liars whose consciences have been seared as with a hot iron. And again, something that we should think about. When I was homeschooling my children at the beginning of each year, my husband and I would have a dinner date and we would discuss different things we wanted our children to learn. And we would also discuss areas of their strengths and what we felt were their weaknesses. And we would pray and ask God to bless our children, to help them improve in the areas we wanted them to specifically work on. And we would pick a virtue such as charity, humility, love, or diligence. And each year we worked toward the goal, stopping mid-year to check to see how we were progressing. And then again at the end of the year. Our children didn't really know we were working on that character in their life, but eventually we began to see the fruits. As an adult, our Heavenly Father has mapped this out for us in the Ten Commandments, in the spiritual and corporal works of mercy. You can look those up. And by giving us prayer partners, our pastor to hear our struggles and to give us advice on ways to overcome. Sometimes we look at our lives and we compare it to others and we say, gosh, compared to that person, I'm doing really well. But the older I get, the more the Lord continues to reveal my sinfulness to me. And I know that, you know, it's just really something that um, I can see more as I get older. Knowing something is wrong and consenting by our will to do it constitutes a sin. 1 Corinthians 8.13 says, When you sin against them in this way and wound their weak conscience, you sin against Christ. And that's like leading people to sin. I once read that mortal sins bring death and venial sins or minor sins like lying, willful disobedience, and so on are like a disease. And while they don't bring death, they still wound us and as well as sins of omission. And sins of omission is really a big one. And we're going to look at sin, um, the sin of omission and the sin of willful practice. So omission is like leaving good on the table. It's the ability to do something good but not doing it. 
The parable of the barren fig tree is a case in point. The tree was alive, the root was strong, the branches covered with leaves, but year after year there was no fruit. And that's something that we don't want to be. We don't want to be a tree without fruit. Our lives must bear fruit. Matthew twenty two thirty seven 37, and 39, Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. And verse 39, and the second is like this, Love your neighbor as yourself. We are made to know, love, serve, and worship God. And if we don't do this, we are like the parable um, that Luke states in Luke thirteen seven. So he said to the man who took care of the vineyard, For three years now, I've been coming to look for fruit on this fig tree and haven't found any. Cut it down. Why should it use up the soil? I don't want to be cut down. I want to bear fruit. And God knows we will sin. It's just a matter of time before we do it each day, right? But is it those sins of omission that start off innocently enough and then start layering on? Is it putting off prayer because we're busy or praying quickly to fit it in or because we have more important things to do or praying just to check it off the list? For many of us, our sins are minor, yet wanting to live a virtuous life. We should look at all our sins as ways of leading us further down that dark path that we don't want to go. If you make a chart, you can do that, and I have it in the show notes, and you have virtue on one side and the opposite. So, for example, if you're trying to be more diligent, look at the other side, which is laziness. The virtue of humility, its opposite, is pride and vanity. The virtue of giving, the opposite, is coveting, wanting what others have. The virtue of chastity, and the opposite of that is lust. The virtue of temperance, and the other side of that is gluttony. The virtue of meekness, the other side anger or wrath. And the virtue of love, and the other side is envy. Let me just go down one of these. Uh, Let's look at one of these. um, Well, we're going to look at a couple of them. But the first is, if we look at pride, for example, and this is what you can do with each one of these, but I I don't have... um, enough time to go through every one of these. And plus, uh, my next podcast is on the Ten Commandments, and we're going to go through those when we're examining our conscience. But I'll just give you like eight points, just looking at the sin of pride. So the first would be looking down upon others that are not as good as ourselves. Do we judge others? The second is hating others. That would be a sin of pride, putting uh, elevating ourselves above others. The third would be refusing to think that anyone has anything they can teach us or our ideas are always better than theirs. Number four would be an abuse of power. Are we prideful and abuse our power? Are we prideful in thinking we're always right? Are we prideful and have stubbornness? Are we prideful and are ambitious above all else, no matter who we hurt or step on? Are we prideful and boasting with self-love above all others? So that just gives you an example if you just look at one of them um, and see ways that you can kind of check to see if you're falling uh, down this path. The other is false humility. And that can also be an area we need to work on. And I found this out in myself um, that 
I was failing to use the talents God had given me, thinking I was not good enough. You know, I always said, you know, even doing this podcast, Lord, you have other people who um, could do this. Why am I doing it? Why am I feeling called or led to do it? So that is an example of false humility. I still struggle with that. I'll tell you that. Um, Another is avoiding difficult situations because I'm not confrontational, even if it's for my own good right? Letting others take advantage. And another is failure to witness to others. Now, we can't go around witnessing to those who don't want to hear or, um, you know, maybe that aren't Christians, because I have been guilty of that too. And, um, but those that we know, um, you know, profess Christianity, we can witness to them. Uh, Another is laziness. Laziness by not following the Ten Commandments because we feel it's too hard or failing to go to church to pray or neglecting our duties, um, using foul language, you know, being late or causing others to be late, wasting time, watching too much TV or uh, on our phones so much. And we can fall into serious sin just by being around the wrong people. Or we can always have excuses for why we sin. You know, people don't realize that by seeking the occult, whether it's in games or the advice of a medium or even watching shows like that, we're opening the door to the dark side. How can we see another person as hypocritical if our own consciences are not well formed? Acts 23, 1 says, My brothers, I have fulfilled my duty to God in all good conscience this day. And that's obviously someone who is following the righteous path. And Acts twenty four sixteen. So I strive always to keep my conscience clear before man and God. Let's pray. Dear Lord, we thank you for giving us the virtues to study and emulate, for giving us good pastors, the church, the Bible, and allowing us to surround ourselves with things that are good and worthy of your love. I ask that you watch over and protect us and help us to continue to please you in all that we do. Help us to have well-formed consciences, to know not only what is pleasing to you and also what is good and bad, but to have an immediate sense of danger if it's wrong. For the sake of our souls, Lord. Dear Lord, continue to bless us, and I thank you for this opportunity to praise you and thank you, Lord, and all that you've done in my life each day. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Fleece on our website, a few minutes with God.com, and your podcast page on a few minutes with Godpodcast.com. There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.